Good morning. What's up? My name is Daniel Couvertier, and you are listening to my podcast. Allow me to explain. Episode nine. Yeah, episode nine. Wow. Today's episode, I want to discuss 2020 and 2021. I think both have been very crucial years, not just for me, but for you too. 2020 was a year of growth, change, and just looking at life in a microscope. And 2021 is the year of actually developing and growing and being that ideal person that you had worked so hard to be all your life, especially going through the rough rough trenches of 2020. Let's get into it. Give those flowers to people while they're alive. Don't wait until they're dead. And don't wait until it's too late. Episode 9, allow me to explain. Let's get into it. Good morning, testing, testing, one, two, three. My name is Daniel Couvertier, and you're listening to Allow Me to Explain, episode nine. Can you believe I have a new microphone? I just said in the last podcast that I need a new microphone, and I went ahead and got a new microphone. Who is he? But can you also believe I don't know how to put it together? Yes, that's pretty accurate. I do not know how to put it together. I don't know what I am doing. My dogs are so loud in the background. Today was a sluggish day for me. Just trying to get up. So um, I slept in a little bit. And now my dogs have nothing but energy and little dog wants to follow the big dog as usual just makes so much noise like I always say no matter when I start recording is when these dogs excuse me is when these dogs find the time to play and make noise and shake and do all this other extra stuff that's annoying happy new year Happy New Year, my guy. Happy New Year. Are you happy this New Year already? Did we go from end of 2020 to now we're really excited this New Year? Listen, I can't even focus. Like my my little dog is now crying. Like she's snapping at the big dog, bro. She's she's like biting at the big dog. And then a big dog like just bites her back a little bit and she wants to cry. She wants to cry. And then the big dog walks away and she starts snapping at the big dog again. It's like one of a kind. I, uh, I'm really excited about this new year. I'm really excited about this new year. And I'm not saying it because of the typical, oh, new year, new me. You know, every day I wake up, I'm thinking of a new me, doing things differently, not repeating the same mistakes, you know, thinking about ways to just better myself. So that doesn't come with a a new year, new me celebration. That's an everyday thing, everyday thing. Um, but this year is, is definitely a different year for me as far as my career is concerned. Um, I don't like to say my business, my business, my business. Like This is a career for me. Um, So as far as my career is concerned, it's a lot of great opportunities. Um, 
And I'm really excited about that. And I won't get into it because I am old school in the sense that you do not speak on things until they are in fruition, 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 fruition. I think I said it right. And just because you don't want that bad juju from people, uh, you just wait and you just wait. And also because, you know, when you speak on things, it's interesting, when you speak on things that you're working on and you're really excited about, when you don't commit to it in its full capacity, it gives people leverage to have an opinion or have doubt on you because they harbor self-doubt on themselves. So they'll say, oh, so what happened to that balloon business you had? And, you know, it could be that you did have that balloon business and you were working hard at it at the very moment. And then life such as life happens and you couldn't give 100% to it, but you didn't give up on it. But then when you gaslight it and tell people that, oh, it's this, it's this, and it's this, and it could very much be that. It could very much be a great idea. It could be manifesting into something really valuable and changing your current situation. But such is life. Things happen, and you can't focus too much on it as much as you would like to. Or maybe you lose the, you lose the passion, or maybe as time went along, you realize it wasn't something for you. Now, we're not speaking about me because everything that I have touched is turning into gold. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Almighty. Thank you, Almighty. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. But um, it's interesting that so you don't really speak on things until they're until it's solid. And that was always like an old school thing. Like, don't tell people we're in business until it's done. And not that you really care. Like, sometimes, you know, you do care. Let's be honest. Sometimes I do care what people have to say, you know, because I want to make sure I am portraying the right thing to people, the right image to people. And not in a premeditated way, not in a way that I'm being fake you know, because that's the last thing I'm being, but in a way that I'm not projecting anything that I'm going through internally onto somebody. For example, if I am just very simply just not in a good mood or I'm being emo, very emotional uh, because of some situation, or I just wake up on the wrong side of the bed, it happens to anybody and everybody. I'm not, I don't want to come in contact with somebody and just not be in the mood to talk to them or not be in the mood and then, and not really in the mood to control my mood, you know? So I might want to chop their head off because I've just had how I'm feeling and they came to me at the wrong time um, when I wasn't going through things. First of all, that's not, that's not a good person. You know, that's not the right thing to do. If you're going through something, you go through something in silence and you, or if you don't have to go through something in silence, you can speak to someone that's professional if you want, or speak to someone like one of your closest friends or your family members, boom. But projecting what you're going on, what you got going on to somebody that's had no intentions on dealing with Yosh or 
didn't have bad intent in general, and now you just threw that on them, that to me is someone that needs to have more work with themselves, you know? So when I say portraying an image and you care about what people think, that's what I mean, but I care about what people think, you know? Like, I don't want to come off a certain way when I don't mean that. That wasn't my intent. It's just I'm going through something, you know, like anybody else, right? Because I'm not perfect, right? I'm close to it, but I'm not perfect. Yeah, but this new year has been, last year, just reflecting on last year, last year has been really, really interesting. It was interesting because 2020 was really the year of growth. It was really the year of evolving and truths and understanding uh, life as it may be, you know? And I am a big advocate on how life is so amazing. It's amazingly beautiful. Life is beautiful. And to be living on earth and enjoying your, quote, human experience. I know I sound kooky when I say that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Like, you you should be blessed to be alive. Um, I sp- it, it, everyone says it all the time, like, don't give flowers. People give flowers to the dead, but not to the people that's alive. And that's 100% correct. Like, people don't want to pay homage or people don't want to show love and gratitude to pe- other people for so many different reasons. And the easiest thing to do is just say thank you or say I love you or just give, you know, just show some compassion and help one another. I was walking down uh, the road, not the road, look at me, it sounds like I'm making up the story, but it's true. One second. As I was saying, so I was walking down the road. Sorry, this is live and direct. Um, my dog, the, the the bad one, the little one, she just started like scratching at the door. I don't know if you heard it in the background. But anyway, I was walking down um, the street, the road, whatever you want to call it. And uh, there's a guy that was trying to pull out of, with his, I guess, wife. And he was trying to pull out of the his parking, but it had snow all around it. So instead of him doing what to me would make sense, would to try to shovel by the wheels and get the snow from the wheels, whether from the back or the front, typically from the back, right? And you can easily get your car out that way. He wants to kind of like just move the car back and forth and just go over the snow in such a way that he's making it more difficult for himself. But you know, who am I? I don't know. Maybe he did do that. And it just, the snow was much higher in, in the beginning than, I don't know. And so I'm walking and I'm like, okay, Danny. Do you want to help this guy? No, I don't want to help this guy. Absolutely not. I don't want to help this guy. I want to mind my business and keep walking. But we caught eyes, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Now I'm in, like I'm entitled to help him for some reason, and I don't want to help him. And so I'm like going back and forth because I'm just not in again the mood. And so I'm like, "Okay, what should I do?" So then I go and um, as I'm getting like now I'm like looking. Like to kind of like show him like okay do you need help 
and he's not saying anything. And so I asked him, you know, do you need help? And then he was like, no. And I was like, yes, yes, I do not. I could just keep walking. So I started walking faster. No, I'm kidding. But I'm like, yo, I, I didn't want to help him. But I said, you know, doing a good deed will go a long way because they were struggling. You know, they were struggling out that parking, but he was insisting on doing it himself. And I said, brother, man, brother, man, go ahead. Do it yourself. Have a good time. Don't let me get in your way. I don't want to waste your time. So I, I just moseyed along and kept at it. I kept along my way. But um, it just doing good deeds and just being good to people, you know, or like, for example, my mom, you know, we we have a very great relationship and always have. And it's. 2020 was the year where we started building that rapport with each other. We started rebuilding that rapport because I went through life. Um, I've always been like a very independent kind of person, doing my own thing, and always loved my independence as a very young person, right? And I left the house much early on. And when I left the house, I was just, I was traveling with. I went to college and I was having a good time uh, in college and I was just like just a year or so, just short of that. And then I went into the music business and I was doing that for about seven, eight years. And then after that, I had gotten a place of my own. And so I had no reason to move back home, but I found my independence throughout that whole time. And we, my relationship with mom it wasn't as close because my mom is like mother bear in a sense where she has her three kids and her life literally revolves around those three kids, literally. And so anything that goes on, which she wakes up, she has her three kids in mind. When she goes to bed, she has her three kids in mind, you know, and we're all very vastly different. I have, but as soon as I, first of all, when I was 16, I wanted to get up and out of the house. Like, I was like, always wanted to just live on my own if I'm independent. I've just always been that kind of like a free spirit, a free thinker, a free, you know, of any restrictions. I don't like to be, you know, feel boxed in or, or, or held down. I like to be a free bird. But then um, I had to go back to the house for a short while and be with mom because my father, let him rest in peace, had passed. And so I went back to the house to kind of like kick it with mom for a little bit and see how she was doing. And that's when I realized that mom didn't need me there for emotional or moral support. Mom just wanted me there because mom just wanted her children to be close to her. And I was like, wow. I was like, now what do I do here? And we started building that relationship again. So I would say that was uh, like 10 years, right? I think it was about 10 years that I wasn't there in the house and I had to come back. And so then we started building. And then throughout that time, don't get me wrong, we would, have, we would text, we would call all the time, every day. But, and then we would spend time with each other like once or twice a month. You know, I would find, we would kind of figure out how we could spend time with each other. So that's a red flag because, again, she spends a lot of time with her family and her children. That's her livelihood. So it's like when you're spending only once or twice a month, you know, but again, such is life. You're going through your experiences. You're growing. You're living, you know. 
And you have to do it on your own terms, right? So again, let him rest in peace. He had passed. I came back. I, yeah, I kicked it with her and the family. And then I realized shortly that she was just happy for, for me being there, but not because she needed my, quote, moral support or needed a shoulder to lean on because she's that kind of person where she'll deal with her own stuff on her own. And she doesn't, and, and we're like, we're very much so like, my mom and I are very much so like each other in a lot of ways. I always say, I like to say that I am a more evolved version because I think when you have children, you have children because you want your children to grow and do things that's much higher than, or, or achieve things higher than your achievements, right? And so I, she has, she's put me in a place in life where she set the bar, but I've passed that because in her, her setting the bar is her expectations surpassing what she did. For example, she didn't finish high school, but she went back and got her GED. I went on to college. So boom, the bar was set. I already did that, you know? But then you, as you grow up, you set the bar for yourself. And then therefore you set the bar for your children and your, you know, and so on and so forth, generational. Um, I left and I found my independence yet again, you know, I found my freedom yet again, free as a bird. Then 2020 came and it was, a lot of things had like changed from, um, my job had changed. I was no longer at my job anymore. The business that I had started and it started the business earlier in 2019, but I launched the business end of 2019. Obviously, the pandemic hit then. So I was one of those people that lost my job. And therefore, if you have no income coming in, you also lose the capital if you don't have an investment. Even if you have an investor, you still lose the capital uh, for your business. So that slowed down. It never stopped, but that slowed down significantly. Um, so then, like like such as life, everything in 2020 was a learning, learning curve. Everything was a learning, learning curve. And throughout that time, I understood what it was that I was, my priorities and what I wanted. I finally had the freedom, again, to be that as it may, to live in my own way, live my own truth again. You know, I wouldn't have that restrictions of having to get up and go to work every day. I didn't have that restriction on, you know, like those, I have to be, I have to go to this event. I have to make sure I'm doing it. Like everything literally was just stopped. Everything just stopped. I wish I could say it in a, in a way that was like bad, you know, but I don't look at it that way. I really do look at it. It was an opportunity for me to now get gain perspective on life. Now to gain perspective on career. Now to gain perspective on love. To gain perspective on the relationships that I had in my life at the time. And it really, really put everything in like microscope view and helped me understand where I was, where I am, and where I'm working to be. And it showed me a lot of what was holding me back from being that person and also 
bring some acknowledgement in. I realize I am my best, excuse me, stomach, my stomach is growling. I'm starving, I'm starving. Um, I don't know what I want to eat, so I don't know if I want. I try to eat fruit in the morning, but I don't try, I do. I eat fruit in the morning, but then depending on how hungry I am, I'll eat like fruit and like a whole big plate of food too, you know? Um, anyway, that's besides the point. So I got to figure out what I got to eat in just a second. But then it's really, really changed my viewpoint. And I think 2020 has been a blessing because it helped me grow. It helped me find myself again, to find my happiness again, to find my purpose again in life. So one of those things was, okay, well, mom and I have have been trying to build that relationship with mom again. And it really took it wasn't easy at first because mom had this perception of who I was. Like people have that perception of who I am via Instagram, social media, or the short interactions that I have with people. But people don't really know who you are because you, it's like, what is it that uh, you have three faces? The one you show people, the one you show your face, you show your friends and family. Once you show people you don't know, the ones you show your friends and family, and then the ones you show, and, and the one you show no one. Like three phases, and it's true, you know. And although I keep a consistent face around everybody, you know, there's I'm also still a really private person, and I don't I don't spread my time out very thinly. Like I I spread my time out accordingly, you know? So mom and I, she had did have this perception of what was going on in my life. And so now, you know, and we had to understand, okay, this is who I am. I'm an adult, you know, I know I'm not that young boy that, you know, I was then, you know, I don't like these kinds of foods. I don't like to do these kinds of things anymore, you know? And then I also had a real scope of who my mom was, you know, today, who she is today, because such is life. Everything that's anything that's consistent in life is change, right? So, mom, I, it, it was a great way for me to understand mom a little bit more too, a lot, a bit more, which is great. First of all, this podcast was not about to was about, not going to be about this, but I don't want to do the podcast where I am. Uh, planning it out. I just want to kind of like free ball and have an idea and just free ball it because I think that is the best version of a podcast. And I, especially for me, that's the best version of mine. And I always say, even if I have one view or 500 views, it doesn't matter to me. As long as I have that one person that I can connect to, that's dope because we're friends, right? So with some a little bit of ruffling here and there, I finally get to, you know, we, we, we got on the same page with each other. And that was really important to me. So that was great. And that was one of the biggest uh, as career side, because I know I, I talk a lot about career because that's been my focus like my whole life. But 
career side, that was one of the relationships that I wanted to rebuild, and I'm glad I did. And that's a way, for me, of giving up flowers to the people that are alive and not when they're gone, not when it's too late. Those relationships that you want to rebuild, those relationships that you know are not good for you, you know better. You know, it's just you have to do better. And I would hate to have a relationship, have the opportunity to have a, a relationship. Like, and I mean like a real relationship. Like I've I sat down, I've tried to like connect to my mom, and my mom is not very like an emotional person. And I'm I'm a very like how do you say, consciously emotional person. Like, I'm not afraid to say how I feel. I'm not afraid to express my my interest and my dislikes or things that may affect me or not. Even as a man, I'm not afraid to do that because I need to be understood. I love this quote by Mark Twain. I'm a big quote kind of person. I love quotes, sayings, things that have like a deeper spiritual meaning. But this one by Mark Twain, and I'm sure you you know which one it is. It says, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you figure out why. And if I'm not understood, then there's a problem there, you know? And if I love and care for someone, we're going to have an understanding, right? Because that's the only way that a relationship, have it be your mom or your romantic relationship or just a friend, it has to be established. It has to be. Like you have to set those boundaries, right? And you have to say, okay, well, this is who I am. This is what makes me thrive. And this is what doesn't make me thrive. You know, like, I don't want to be around drama all day. Like, I don't want to be on dr- around drama. That's the kind of thing that I'll get my remote and I'll tune into it when I'm in the mood to tune into it and I'll turn it off. Boom. But I also don't want to be happy go lucky all the time and, you know, drinking and going out and doing carrying on and doing all those things. Like, no, I don't want to do that all the time either. You know, I like to balance my life respectfully to everyone else. And, but more importantly, to myself. And that is the one thing I really gained in 2020 was the sense of myself. Like I realized that in 2020, I was being very much so a person. I was portraying, no, I gave so much of myself to so many people in my life, throughout my life, where everything that I wanted, everything that was important to me, it would be put on the back. And I would heighten those people. I would put them in the forefront and I would make sure that they were good and they're they're happy. And I realized that I was always left stripped. I was always left disappointed. I was always left like bare, empty, like a person standing outside in a crowd of people, butt ass naked, just holding at your crotch and making like, well damn, you know? And that's how it felt. And as dramatic as it may seem, that's how it felt, the feeling, you know? And I don't regret that because I'm always going to be that person. I'm always going to be someone that 
cares for people sometimes a little bit more than I give to myself because I, I am a giver. I'm someone I love to see people happy. I love the underdog. I love the underdog because the underdog sometimes don't have the strength that I have to get themselves out, to, to find themselves, or to get themselves out of a situation, what have it, what have you. And I'm that person that I, you know, I want to save you. And I hate to use that term because, you know, no one, again, is going to come down and save you. You got to do the work yourself. But sometimes people don't really understand their light and the light that they have around them, you know? And I'm someone that I'm not going to dim my light, but I'm going to help you understand that you have one around you yourself and understand that you have that light around you. Like, what's wrong with you? You're special. You're gifted. You have all of these abilities. What's wrong with you? And that was me for so long. And I realized in 2020, I did that so much that my light wasn't shining bright anymore. And I was just, and because it wasn't shining bright, I was surrounding myself around a lot of toxicity. And I was surrounding myself around a lot of love. There are a lot of people in my life, friends, family, that just no matter what, endlessly have been supportive and have been about, around, you know, about love. But then I also had a lot of friends and family that, were just toxic in so many ways. And I had to realize that it was important for me to take care of my betterment, take care of myself and understand the importance of why I'm here and my goals and my aspirations and put myself first. And I have never, ever, ever, believe it or not, have put myself first. I've always believed in myself. I've always loved myself. I've always cared for myself. I've always been that guy, you know, I've always been confident in that, you know, because I've been my own best friend, but I've never put myself first. I've always put the, everyone else before me. And not anymore. Not anymore. I tell you, that's my 2021. And that's been the end, towards the end of 2020. Like, I've just really just focused on me. And that's not to say that those relationships that I still have, that I don't, you know, put at the forefront in love, because I do. I do very much so. And those people know who they are because I'm still that person with them, still growing with them. But I've learned now that it's important to love yourself so you can better love someone else. And you're born alone, so you have to really understand your purpose on this earth and your journey here. Give your flowers. Give the flowers to people while they're alive. Dude, don't wait until they're gone.